My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Can someone say for me, like our holy sister was singing for me? I'm talking about a great thing. Amen. The Bible says, how can you neglect? Amen. Shall we neglect so, so great salvation? Praise God. Someone say a great thing. Praise God. Amen. That he's done for me. Praise God. Amen. That's how I serve him. This is how we ought to be serving him. This is how we ought to be doing what God wants us to do. In fact, uh, David wrote, I'm looking for Psalm 150 in the second verse where he says, praise him for his mighty acts. Now listen to the second part of this verse. It says, praise him according to his excellent greatness, according to his. Amen. So if he had a little bit of greatness, we'd praise him a little bit. Amen. If he had small, you know, if it was a small God, we praise him in a small way. Praise God. But I'm talking about a great God who has done a great thing. And we ought to be serving God, amen, according, hallelujah, to his excellent greatness. That's the second verse in the last psalm of David, praise God, that he wrote, teaching us what we ought to do, praise God. We have the organs, the stringed instruments, amen, the cymbals, the high-sounding cymbals. At home, you have your hands, you have your mouth, the fruit of your lips, giving thanks continually unto God as we offer up to him a sacrifice of praise, which will be acceptable unto him, amen, an odor of a sweet smell, praise God. We can serve the Lord in a dance, hallelujah. We can get up, praise God, to do what God wants us to do. The Bible says he is worthy of it. So I thank God today, praise God, that God has a people. That's you and I. Amen. God has children, sons and daughters, praise God, who are, amen, in the position to serve God the way God wants to be served, to glorify God the way he wants to be glorified. Hallelujah. So as we come together today, praise God, let's get ready, amen, to give God, hallelujah, what he deserves. For he is worthy, the Bible says, praise God. And I thank God that we can be found in that position, in a place to do what God wants us to do today. Praise God. Get others to join with us. Share this link. This is a live stream coming from the house of God here in Montreal. My name is Lincoln. Thanks so much for joining with us. But others can join as well as we usually it takes a few minutes for people to... Um, Remember, it's Sunday, whatever time zone you're in, it's the time for the live stream. Time, praise God, to gather together with the saints. So let's do that. You can help me by sharing this link with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. We're going to pray in a few minutes. But before we get there, praise God. Amen. I thank God that as Paul, uh, rather as David wrote, 
Again, I'll read the second verse in Psalm 150 where David wrote, Praise him for his mighty acts. Hallelujah. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If there's no, if, amen. If that's not mighty, then I don't know what is mighty. Praise God. Amen. Somebody who left his throne way above, amen, with to, just to come down amongst his own to be rejected. But today, I thank God, having received him, I have received power to become, amen, the son of God. Hallelujah. If you're a daughter of God, you've received him, you've received this power today. Praise God. It's time we put this to good. Hallelujah. And serve God accordingly. As David wrote, the second verse, Psalm 150, according to his excellent greatness. There's another psalm that says that great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. That's where you and I come in. Praise God. God has done what he said he would do. Praise God. It's for us to accept it. It's for us to receive it. And then in turn, praise God, we give him all the praise and we give him all the glory. Praise God. So let's do that. Hallelujah. As we get ready to receive what God has for us today through his word, through the preaching of the word of God. And I thank God. I mean, we spent a couple hours in our French service and now we're getting ready to be blessed in this English language. Praise God. But before we do that, amen, the Bible says to be thankful in all things, to give thanks. And I thank God today, praise God, that I have the resources, the wherewithal, amen, the right mind this morning, praise God, to glorify him and to praise him as, praise God, amen. It is written in God's word. Hallelujah. It's God's word. It's God's way. Amen. And I thank God that we can be, praise God, hallelujah, walking, amen, we can be found, in that way, praise God. Not doing anything else, amen. So let's take the, few, the next few minutes, amen, and turn over the atmosphere if you're in your kitchen, if your house, even if you're driving in your vehicle, amen, you can turn this, your, the atmosphere, your thoughts towards God. Hallelujah. The responsibility that we have, amen, in the, on this earth or whatever, let's focus and concentrate on what God has for you and I in the next few minutes. Praise God. Amen. And let's be thankful. I'm going to pray 30 seconds. Share this link. Get your friends and family on board. Praise God so that they can, we can go to God. Praise God as we offer up unto him. Praise God. That's sacrifice of our praise as we give him the glory today for what he has done. Praise God. I'm talking about Jesus Christ and the work which was wrought on Calvary. Hallelujah. Making all the difference for you and I. Amen. The, whoever believeth upon him, amen, shall not perish, but shall be saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. We ought to give thanks. Heavenly Father, our Father, amen, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praise God. Lord, I thank God for what you have done when I think of your goodness. I mean, we've been singing about a great thing. Praise God. And we know the work which was wrought on Calvary. Yes, it was a great thing, praise God. And it still is today. Those works aren't dead works. They're works that have brought us life. And certainly it is a great thing. But there's so many other things when I think of your goodness and all that you have done for me, praise God. All that you've done for my brothers. All that you've done for my sisters listening today. You have done so much. This is the God whom we serve today. Praise God. And I thank God, Lord. Hallelujah for this blessing which we have. Lord, you've read so many, you've said so many things that we have read, but you're well able, praise God, not just to say things, but you're well able to perform. And I thank God today. 
Praise God. That that performance, you're the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, and we bless you. We bless your holy name because of it. Praise God. Because of your performance, what was done, what was accomplished on the cross, before going to the cross, having come down from the cross, being laid in the grave. Praise God. It didn't end there. Praise God. It was just getting started. And I thank God today. Here we are, Lord, as we run with patience the race which is set before us, having laid aside the weight and the sin which would so easily beset us. We press him in toward that mark, praise God, for the prize, the high calling of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I thank God to be found on a way. Amen. There shall be a way, and that way shall be called the way of holiness. And I thank God today that that way was established, hallelujah, for us today. We're not looking for another way because there is no other way but Jesus Christ. There is no other way but that that way of holiness that the prophet prophesied. Amen. Thank God for the man of God, Isaiah. Amen. To speak forth your word, your living word today. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this makes all the difference for us. Hallelujah. Thank God for your son, which you sent, and he came. Praise God. Lord, I thank God for the message. Praise God. Bless those who have heard it in the French language. Open up, amen, their ears so that they have an understanding. Praise God. Our visitors that were with us and new people today, praise God. I thank God that they, 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 have, they have touched, amen, the, the, the riches, praise God, the hidden, amen, the, 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 the mysteries, praise God. Amen. They have, they, they have perceived, praise God, of your richness. And not only that, but of your depth and of your length and of your height and of your width. Hallelujah. And they will be searching for more, praise God. Spirit of the living God be upon their heart and their soul and their mind. Praise God for having found life today. And others listening in their houses, in their homes, wherever they were. Thank God for that French language. But now in English, Lord, I pray that the words which shall be spoken in the next couple hours, they will find their way into good ground. I don't care much for rocky ground, for shallow ground. Amen. We're looking for good ground today that the seed, praise God, can be planted into good ground in the name of Jesus. Praise God. May it not be shallow in Jesus' name. Praise God. May it not be fallow. Lord, I pray, praise God, that something, amen, somewhere, praise God, amen. This seed will not be sown in vain. This will not, message will not be spoken. Praise God. But as we further advance your kingdom in the name of Jesus, souls will be added. Lord, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is my prayer today. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, thine is the glory forever and ever, Lord. And we thank you for it so much in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. In a few minutes, I pray for Sherry. She is going to face whatever men and women have to say, but I come against the limitations of whatever men and women are trying to do in the name of Jesus. First, she realize, amen, that she needs to come to Jesus Christ for salvation. Praise God. And not only, amen, be introduced to a Savior, but to know Jesus Christ as Lord and to know Jesus Christ as healer. Whatever is taking place in her body, Lord, I pray that there will be a difference and this sign and wonder will bring souls to the kingdom of God, souls to salvation unto your glory in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Be there somewhere else, someone else today. Whatever it is, if it's just a minor headache or a, or a, a migraine or a sore in the back or sore knees or sore foot or something. Whatever it is, amen, be healed now by the stripes of Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank God today, praise God, for by his stripes we were healed in Jesus' name, praise God. Praying for people that are lost, amen. Thank God for the 99, but there's one that's lost here and there, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray this message will make a difference as people come to repentance. Hallelujah, unto your glory in the name of Jesus, praise God. Know how to get to God, know how to get to you. 
And it's only by Jesus Christ, your son, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Be thankful at home. As I pray these few words today, be thankful that there is a Lord and Savior in your life. Praise God. Having received him, praise God, you have received power to become the son and the daughter that God is looking for upon the earth today. Lord, I don't care what's surrounding us. I thank God that the greater one is in us today. Praise God. This is what makes all the difference. Hallelujah. As we endure unto the end, for the same shall be saved. Praise God. Anoint this message. Thank God for this technology that we have. Whoever is responsible for it, well, amen, save their souls. Praise God. But I thank God in the meantime that this technology can be used unto your glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank God for this place which you have established for the good of our souls. The doors are open. The windows are open. We pray. We preach. We testify. Amen. Unto those that, are, that can come in off the streets. Praise God. And this is what makes a difference. There's no one here to shut us down. There's no one here to shut us up. But the Holy Ghost is here. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I thank God that we take this, we take full advantage of this liberty. We take full advantage of the freedom that we have and we lift up the son of man we lift up jesus christ for whereby with men and women may be saved today lord i give you all the praise and the glory amen from henceforth and forevermore from generation to generation as i pray these words in the name of jesus christ of nazareth praise god hallelujah blessed be his holy name keep your hands up Hallelujah. We're not done because he's worthy. Hallelujah. Of much more than just a two-minute prayer. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Offerings that have been coming in. Amen. For weeks, not often, do I lift up the bucket. Did I lift up, amen, the treasury? But there it is, Lord. Take into account the offerings which have been brought in and sent. Hallelujah, this week, through the Interact, through the post office, and all my brothers and sisters who were here to put their envelopes in personally, multiply, praise God, 100-fold. Not 30, not 60, not 90, but 100-fold in the name of Jesus. Prosper, amen, the businesses. Some businesses are brand new. They're just starting up. Prosper, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as you open doors that will be a blessing to my brothers and sisters, a blessing to your children in the name of Jesus. Prosperity as they continue to, to serve you with their tithes and with their offerings in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Thank God for that blessing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whatever it is, amen, that we need. Praise God. Spiritually, mentally, physically, corporally, financially, Lord, whatever it is, Lord, I thank God, praise God, that there's a difference being made in the lives of everyone listening right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anoint this message as it's about to come forth. Praise God. Open up our, the, our ears so that we will hear. Open up our eyes so that we can see. Praise God. Open up our hearts so that we can receive, that we can have an understanding, praise God, of what you have in store for us today. Praise God. Amen. We're anxious. We're ready. Praise God. Amen. To open up your words, words of spirit and of life. I thank God for all my brothers and sisters around me this afternoon and for all those listening. Praise God that we be blessed as it is written according to your promise. Blessings. Praise God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And all the church of God, all the saints, you all say.
Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord. Give him a good hand or shout unto him or give him a little dance. Praise God. Amen for what he has done. Hallelujah. As we get ready to receive, you can share this link again. Amen. Help me. Praise God. Evangelize. Praise God. This generation. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is salvation for this generation. This is what, amen, you and I, we need, we have it, praise God. But you know, praise God, there's still others being called. They're being called. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray that they become God's choice today. Praise God. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. As we read in that second half of verse 2, Psalm 150, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Someone say, excellent. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to go into the New Testament. We're going to read some of those words as well. Praise God. Same spirit, the same Holy Ghost. So get your Bibles. Amen. Find a place that is comfortable. Praise God. We're going to read today. I've got a lot of things to read today because God has a lot of things to say. Praise God. So as you sit down, Hallelujah. And listening to me, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, this is a lot. We're live streaming right now on Facebook. But after the fact, if you're listening, whatever social media platform, I welcome all of you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome. Praise God. You may be seated in the presence of an almighty God, of a powerful God. Praise God. On Facebook, if you comment, if you say amen, if you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I'll see who you are. Praise God and I'll recognize you and I'll thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just for being there and just for listening. So uh, as I said, help me preach. Help me share. It's a simple, amen. Uh, I mean, help me evangelize. It's as simple as sharing. Praise God. Hitting that share button. I think it is. I don't do it. Amen. But that technology is out there. I've heard all about it. Amen. So let's do that before we get ready to receive what God has for us today. Praise God. He is so good. Hallelujah. Someone say so good. Amen. Such a great thing that he has done. Praise God. For me, I will never cease to praise him. He has done so much. When I think of his goodness and all he's done, praise God. Done so much. Hallelujah. Amen. Give God praise. I know he's done, amen, so much for you as he has done for me today. Praise God. And I will never cease. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise God. Amen. And I trust I will not be alone. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining with me and for helping me. Praise God. That's what makes all the difference. Praise God. If I have to preach all by myself, I will. But I'm so glad for all my brothers and sisters joining with me. Praise God. We're going to get into the third installment of this message. There's going to be some links that will appear if you're watching on Facebook. They will lead you to our, we have a radio program that just, there's preaching around the clock on the internet. If you dial in, you will hear preaching. There's no music or no songs that play. 
It's just the preaching of the Word of God unto the glory of God, so that you can have a link for that. We also have a podcast. You can download these messages for free, and you can listen to them over and over and over again. I'm not looking to set up a mailing list. I don't need it. God doesn't need it. God needs your soul to be saved. That's what we're after. That's what's important. That's what's at stake is your soul. Praise God. So I don't ask you for an email or a name or a contact or information or whatever. If you need a Bible, reach out to us, and I'll make sure to get you a Bible in 48 hours or 72 hours, whatever, as fast as possible. You can download a Bible that's free into your electronic devices. You can go ahead and do that. Praise God, so that you can read. I'm going to be reading from a King James Version, so if you do have that version, we'll be able to read word for word. Praise God. We're going to be spending our time mainly in the New Testament today. As I said, this is the third installment, or the third part of uh, the general title, The Curse of Sin. We established that last week that sin is real. We define sin as it is, uh, as it is written according to biblical, uh, the biblical aspect of what disobedience or unrighteousness is. And it is important that we know and understand that sin is sin. I know today we try to make people feel comfortable and we speak about their personalities or their weaknesses or their mistakes that they have made or their, their, what, they have different terms and difference. But when you read through the Bible, I don't know how many times the word sin or sinner appears in the King James Version, but it's more than once. And we read several verses last week, still talking about the kingdom of God, because here you and I were trying to be a partaker of the promise of God to get into his kingdom. But we were reading last week where there are several, I suppose, categories, if you would call it. There's several conditions, several things that people are involved with, and it makes them exempt. It will not, uh, God will not allow these people. We read from Revelations 21 and 8. We read from Galatians chapter 5. And um, I'll give you the verses in case you missed that teaching in Galatians chapter 5. Let me get to it, 16 to 21. The week before, we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 20. Then it talks about, it talks more about people who will not inherit the kingdom of God than it actually does people who will inherit. So we've established that, and I've looked at that, and we've read those scriptures and confirmed and backed it up by the word of God, to God be the glory. Today, praise God, I'm going to change the direction a little bit. We're going to focus on what is positive, on what Jesus Christ has done for you and I. And there's a scripture which bears repeating in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. That's where I'm going to start. I know I read it last week. But it's important that we read it again before we get into hallelujah other scriptures. Get ready with your Bibles to read and to follow along. Praise God and be blessed. And I welcome each and every one of you, whether you've commented, whether I know you're listening or not, by faith you're there. Praise God. The word that God has for us today, it will be a blessing. Praise God. And I thank God for everyone, for each and every one of you. I love you all in the Lord. It makes a difference. Praise God. When we work together, when we strive together, we endure together. Praise God. When we are together, praise God. After all, there's just one head. Amen. If there's only one head, there can only be one body. Amen. I've never seen a body with two heads. Amen. I've been around for 59 and a half years, so if the body of Christ has one head, 
and we know it is Jesus Christ. So if, we, if you and I, if we are attached to that body in whatever form of member you and I may be, praise God, whatever gifts that we have, hallelujah, praise God, the head is Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus Christ, and you need to be a part of that body, praise God, hallelujah. Let's get ready to receive what God has for us directly from the Word of God. Get your Bibles and open up to 1 Peter chapter 2. I'm going to read one verse, verse 24, speaking of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Peter wrote, and I thank God this applies to you and I today. He says, who his own self, speaking of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter 2.24, bear our sins in his own body on the tree. This is what Jesus Christ did. After healing a bunch of folks, after straightening out arms, after getting people who couldn't walk to walk, after raising the dead, he went to the cross. If that wasn't enough, multiplied some loaves and fishes because they were hungry lest they perish on their way back home. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. He was own self bear our sins. Someone say my sins. In his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, last week when I read this, I said, we all understand that Jesus Christ died on the cross, but that's not the only thing that died with him. Amen. Even Matthew wrote in chapter 8, verse 17, he says, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. That he himself, he took our infirmities. He took my infirmities. Hallelujah. And he bare our sicknesses. Amen. This is how Matthew wrote it, inspired of the Holy Ghost in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. And first, here Peter writes to us in verse 24, chapter 2, he says, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. Praise God. So either you're dead or you're either dead or you're living, one or the other. Amen. I know we were born short of the glory of God. We enter this world in death and unrighteousness and disobedience, fleshly and carnal. But Jesus Christ came to make a change. Last week when we were reading in Romans chapter 8, we read the second verse. For the law of the spirit of, the li uh, spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So last week when I established, you know, I said the, the curse of sin and part of that curse is the law. Which gives the, we, we read scripture where, the, where, the, where sin or the law receives its, its abilities or its power because they work together. Amen. So we establish the fact that sin comes with the law. Sin is a disgrace. Sin is, is, sin is, is it's deception. Sin is death. We, we read scriptures where sin is all, sin brings shame. And we'll look at some examples if we have time. This is what sin does. This is the curse of sin. You go back into page two in your Bible and you read when God looked at Adam. Adam, you're not just going to wake up and pull some fruit off a tree. You're going to have to plant it. You're going to have to nurture it. You're going to have to, and you're going to, you're going to make you sweat. You're going to sweat upon your brow. And woman, looking at Eve, you know, if it's tough for the man, it's tough for the woman as well. It's going to be tough for you to bear seed. And he cursed the ground. He cursed the serpent who had legs until God cursed them and said, now you'll crawl. Amen. Sin brings upon, amen, man and woman and the serpent. And the curse is what it is. That's why my title is The Curse of Sin. And if you see the subtitle that I have written, The Power of a Perfect Priest, somebody, and his name is Jesus Christ, came along to make a difference for you and I. And this is where we're going to spend our time today looking at, and it begins with what Peter has written, looking at, 
Amen. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, who died on the cross. And as I said, amen, with him was my sin. With him was my transgression. With him he bore, hallelujah, as we read these scriptures, bear our sin, amen, bear our, our sicknesses, hallelujah. He took our infirmities. The devil comes and he wants to give them back to you. I don't want them back. Jesus took them. He can keep them and have them or he left them on the cross. Amen. I don't need to be walking around with this curse. Amen. Because Adam and Eve, they weren't sick until they sinned. Amen. They had the blessings of God. Amen. Around the clock where they were, where God, where they inhabited, until they sinned. As I said, sin, it's a real thing. And it's a curse. This is what happens. Praise God. When we step outside of the obedience of God. There wasn't much for Adam and Eve to do. We looked at, this, we looked at that this week. But somehow they managed to turn their attention, or it began with Eve, she began to turn her attention to a different voice. But today I want to bring to you, as we go into Hebrews chapter 7, but also, amen, don't forget what we read in Romans chapter 8, where I mentioned that sin carries with it, there's a law that comes with it, they're kind of attached together. And we read this in Romans last week in Romans 8, the second verse. That we be made free from the law of sin and death. So now there's another law, amen, that I'm going to bring into the foreground of that we're going to read about today. We're free from the law of sin and death. It doesn't mean that we are no longer under the law. There's another law that we are under, if you would. There's another law that we follow and it is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. See, some people, they just write off the law and they're walking the face of this earth. I know it's not a King James word, but lawlessly. They're not following. They say, oh, we're not under the law. Well, Jesus Christ came. He didn't, he didn't come to do away with it. He just came. He made a few changes. And this is what we're going to look at. If you stick with me, the next few minutes, we're going into Hebrews chapter 7. And I'm going to begin reading from the 11th verse. I want you to follow along and to follow closely as we read. We're going to be talking about Jesus Christ. We're going to be talking about, if you notice, the subtitle, blessed be his holy name, a perfect priest. Hallelujah. And the power that he has. Again, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 7. I begin reading from the 11th verse. If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law. This is where the law showed up, under the Levites. Along with Aaron, Moses, who received it to begin with. Now if perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, what further need was there that another priest should rise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? If everything if it was all fine and dandy, that's the way the word I'm using. The King James used the word perfection, which means to be complete. If there was nothing missing under the Levitical law, then let's just keep going with the Levitical law. It's all good. We've got everything we need. There's, it's perfection. Oh, but 
Something needed to change. So we read verse 12. For the priesthood being changed, when Jesus Christ came and presented himself, or as the Bible says in John chapter 1, he came unto his own. Amen. Jesus Christ came and began to establish a difference in so many things and in so many ways. They would remind him, don't you know what day it is? Yeah, it's the Sabbath. You guys can break the Sabbath to circumcise some flesh. Well, I can break the Sabbath, amen, in a better, just pick up your bed and go home, amen, and walk, you walk your way home, amen. You can't do that on the Sabbath. Well, yes, I can because I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm talking about Jesus Christ, amen. I'm talking about somebody who was not, amen, who was not bound under any law, who was not restricted by any law, amen, even though they didn't know where he came from. Is there anything good coming out of Nazareth? I don't think so. Can't, he can't be the one. I will just, amen, pay attention for a change. Praise God. Amen, because God doesn't do things the way men and women think things are going to be done. God has his way, and his way is much further, much greater. Amen, so much better than my way. Praise God, I can only see as far as the tip of my nose as the expression goes. But God's ways are so much further. And what a blessing. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 12, for the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity. It is necessary that a change also of the law. I'm going to read this a second time, and I want you to read with me. Hebrews chapter 7, and I read the 12th verse. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity. It is necessary that a change be made also of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe of which no man gave attendance at the altar. Amen. Became a stumbling block to the Jews. For it is evident, verse 14, that our Lord sprang out of Judah. We can trace him back to the tribe of Judah. But he's supposed to be for who he claims to be, he should be a Levite, not somebody from the tribe of Judah. Of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood, and it is yet far more evident. So I like verse 14 where it says, for it is evident, so we have the evidence, that our Lord sprang out of Judah. Now, verse 15, it is far more evident. Someone can underline those three words. It is far more evident. For that after the similitude of Melchizedek, there ariseth another priest, who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power, someone say power, of an endless life. This is the power, praise God, of perfection. This is the power of a priest that is perfect, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. As a Levite, as priests or as servants of the tabernacle or servants of the altar, they were just priests. But when we read here, after the order of Melchizedek in verse 11, when I go back and read about Melchizedek, 
And somehow we have an understanding or I was raised in religion and churches that taught, well, Melchizedek, we don't know where he came from because it's not really written. And we don't really know where he went because that's, we don't know his, his legacy or how he or his family survived. We just know him just for that instant. And some people think that was, perhaps that was Jesus Christ, you know, in the desert as, as a Melchizedek. No, it says after a, if you read what verse 7 says, it says after the order of Melchizedek. And the difference as we continue to read this is Melchizedek, yes, he was a priest as it is written, but he was also a king. Levites, you may have been priest. You may have served in the tabernacle. You may served under the law. You may have served whatever you were serving, but you were never king. Jesus Christ came as king, not only just as a king, but as king of kings. Amen. This is the order of Melchizedek. He was a king and he was a high priest. This is what makes the difference today as we talk about Jesus Christ. This is what makes the difference today in this order. This is what makes the difference today in this covenant. This is not the covenant which was given Adam. This was not the covenant which was given in Eden. This was not the coven covenant that Noah received. This is not the covenant that David received. This is not the covenant that the people of God received. Amen. This is the New Testament. Amen. And I thank God. Last week I mentioned, I don't understand how people, they want to try to understand if we can only understand, if we can only have a better understanding or a better translation of what we read in the Psalms or in the Chronicles. And we go back and we try to sing, you know, we try to come, come up with some ancient, you know, Hebrew words or some ways or traditions and some things. And while I'm not going, I don't want to go back to the Old Testament because this is a new and better way and his name is Jesus Christ. As I continue to read in this chapter, it brings me out of the Old Testament. It brings me out of the law of sin and death. It brings me out of what Moses carried down off the mountain of what Moses destroyed the first time and had to receive from God a second time. Amen. And his name is Jesus Christ. This is what makes the difference in our lives. This is what makes the difference in every young man and every young lady that is listening to me, teenager as well, even a preteen. Amen. That we can have Jesus Christ doing a work in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Look what happens as we become involved, if you would. Amen. With the with a perfect priest. Hallelujah. Verse 15, and it is yet far more evident, if you've underlined those three words, for that after the similitude, amen. So verse 11 we have after the order of Melchizedek, and in verse 15 we have after the similitude of Melchizedek, and in verse 17, we have after the order of Melchizedek. Is, Jesus Christ was not Melchizedek. But as king and as high priest, this is who Jesus Christ is for you and I today. And this is what makes the difference with what Jesus Christ had to come, had, came to give us. Amen. Not religion. Not a routine and a ritual. That's what they had. They had some incense burning in smoke. Always curling its way up through the tent or the tabernacle or wherever the, the, the altar was set up. Amen. But Jesus Christ came from a different lineage. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ came upon us, or came amongst us, rather, upon this earth from a different, amen, legacy, if you would, not being a Levite. Who is made? Verse 16. And here we get into it as we begin to describe how he came about and again, I refer to, and I'm speaking of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 16. Who is, 
Read it with me. Made, not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life. You want to know what this power, I'm speaking of eternal life. For the past couple of months, I've been referring to the kingdom of heaven, how to inherit the kingdom of heaven, how to get to the kingdom, how to get in, how to be a partaker of his promise. This is how. There is only one way, and his name is Jesus Christ. There is only one man that came to establish a way out of this. Amen. A way out of the, amen, from under the curse, which is sin. Amen. You want to stay in sin? Well, you'll stay cursed all the way to death. Amen. But today I speak of life, and his name is Jesus, King, hallelujah, of kings, high priest, praise God, who was made, not after the law, verse 16, of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life. For he testifieth, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For there is verily, listen, verse 18. For there is verily, there is truly a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness. What did we read last week before I finish this verse? In Romans chapter 8 and the third verse. Amen. Verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life has made me free from the law of sin and death. In Christ Jesus, sorry. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak. Here we have the same word. It's a different writer. It's a different book. It's addressed to different people. Even the Romans, the letter was sent off to the Romans. The Hebrews, this was written to to the Jewish people that had the foundation of Hebrewism or the Jewish people. But it is the same Holy Ghost. It is the same Spirit. And they happen, how the King James is is translated, they use the same word. So I read verse 18, for there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness. It was weak in the flesh. God says, I need to make a change. You know what? I've received, this was under Mosaic law. Men and women, they weren't doing anything wrong. They were just doing what they were told to do. It just it wasn't working out. There was something missing. And God is sitting there upon his throne of thrones and in glory, and he's sitting there looking. He says, I've received hundreds and hundreds of blood animal sacrifices over and over again. Solomon offered how many? Saul, disobediently, but offered how many? So hundreds it is. We'll never know the number. But it was so much. And God says, it's not except not one of it. It's not working out. He says, this time, he says, I'm going to provide a sacrifice. And he gave his only begotten son. As John pointed to the man, his cousin, he pointed, he says, behold the Lamb of God. Amen. Pointing to Jesus Christ. Amen. A sacrifice, a lamb that was being led as unto the slaughter. A sacrifice that was provided for by God. And accepted by God. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. Can someone spend, amen, a few seconds or a moment or so just thanking God for this sacrifice which we have received? Amen. Otherwise, we'd have woken up this morning all headed towards the barn and grabbed ourselves a turtle dove or grabbed ourselves a lambican and dragged it to the altar all of, you know, all in a bloody mess of slit. I don't know how they, we'll keep it PG. How they make the animals bleed. 
Amen. It's all gone. There's been a change. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Thank the Lord. Amen. Whoever is listening. Thank God. Amen. It is evident. It is far more evident. Thank God for verse 14, for the evidence. When you get into verse 15, keep reading when you get into verse 15. I mean, you read some more when you get into verse 15. It is far more evident. Praise God. It's worth it. Amen. To keep reading. Hallelujah. To go a little deeper. Amen. To search out God. Amen. A little wider. Praise God. A little longer. Amen. A little higher up. Praise God. Amen. The unsearchable riches of God. This is the blessing and the promise that you and I have today. Praise God. And as we get into this chapter, amen, this is what we are receiving, amen, by the, by the Holy Ghost today, leading us and guiding us into all truth. Praise God. Amen. You're going to ask me, say, well, what was wrong with the law? The law would show, the law had the ability to prove the righteousness of God. It just did not have the ability to make anyone righteous. Amen. God was still right. God was still righteous. God's a righteous God. Amen. The law that he gave. It just, it failed in a way that it needed Jesus Christ. And this is what we're reading. This is what is being presented to the Hebrew, to the Hebrews in this letter. Because they were, they literally were raised and born and raised under these commandments or these routines and rituals that they had. Amen. But now we need to realize that this is New Testament. That this is Jesus Christ came and there is a difference. If any man, if any woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. Praise God. Amen. All things passed away. Behold, all things become new. In the next verse, it talks about for the things which are of God. This is what makes the difference. We read last week in Romans chapter 8, how if you are carnal in the flesh, you will mind the things of the flesh. Well, what's wrong with minding the things of the flesh? After all, we're human. After all, we are, you know, and here come the excuses that people have. Well, because the Bible says the carnal mind is enmity with God. Amen. It cannot please God. Imagine. Amen. As you read the first 10 verses in Romans chapter 8. Amen. In Christ Jesus, I already read, if a man and woman be in Christ Jesus, there is, amen, they are a new creature. Hallelujah. I trust that verse has appeared in the comment section. Amen. If we read, if we go back to Romans chapter 8, in Christ Jesus, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are. Amen. Read it. or These scriptures you should know by heart. I've quoted it enough. Amen. In Christ Jesus. Praise God. Whatever you're involved in, amen, it's time to make a change through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God. Stop trying to go backwards. Amen. When we need to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're not backsliders. Praise God. Amen. We're moving forward because of the faith that we have. Because of the faith which has set me in motion. Praise God. Because of the way which leadeth unto life. Amen. And his name is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Say his name, someone at home. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're just joining with me, we're reading from the chapter 7 of Hebrews.
You can help me preach. You can help me teach by sharing this link. Get others to join with us today. Praise God. Started reading at verse 11, and I just finished reading. I haven't finished verse 18. For there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness, and listen to the last two, three words in this verse, and unprofitableness. Amen. When I was reading this in French, it, it used the word useless. Amen. Can you imagine? Amen. It's the same thing, but the French is, it seems to lean a little stronger. It's useless, unprofitable. It's of no use. Something that is of no profit, you, you will not gain anything by using it or by going through it or by being subject under that curse, under that law. Amen. It will not be profitable. No gain, but only loss. If there's no gain, there's loss. Amen. Hallelujah. It's profitable or it is unprofitable. Either or. Amen. Some people think they can sit there and just do the minimum to get into heaven. Now, God's not looking for any minimums. He's looking for people, praise God, that are maximizing everything that they have amen, within their reach. Praise God. Everything, the prosperity which they have received from God, amen, at these, at these end times, at these last days, we need, praise God, to be profitable. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God. Amen. Faithful. Hallelujah. That's how we need to serve God. Amen. For the law. Why is this? Why is, what was the weakness? Why was the law unprofitable? Verse 18. We just finished reading. Verse 19. For the law made nothing perfect. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 19. Weak in the flesh. Unprofitable. For the law made nothing perfect, but... Oh, thank God for this but. Hallelujah. Amen. This is where you and I come in. Praise God. This is what makes all the difference. And I want you to read with me. The law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope. Someone say, better. Amen. Jesus Christ came, makes a change, and it's better. Someone say, better. Amen. It doesn't change for the worse. It doesn't change at a loss. It doesn't change and becomes unprofitable. There's something better. Hallelujah. I've mentioned this before. In Hebrews, you could, there's 13 chapters in the book of Hebrews. And the word better appears 13 times. So go in and read. It's like a 40, excuse me, it's like a 45-minute read, Hebrews, from chapters 1 through 13. And every time you see the word better, just underline it with what follows. Here we have one of them that shows up. There's another one coming in a couple of verses. Better hope. His name is Christ in you is the hope of glory. Praise God. 
Hebrews 7, verse 19, for the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. Hallelujah. For what the law could not do, a better hope did. Hallelujah. I'm combining Romans 8, verse 3, and Hebrews, the verse we just read. For what the law could not do in that it was weak. As we read these two verses, there was a weakness before. Amen. There's not a weakness now. Now in Christ Jesus, there is a power. And today, praise God, this is the message, the power of a perfect priest, of a perfect high priest, King of kings, Lord of lords, and his name is Jesus. Before there was weakness, unprofitableness, for the law could make nothing perfect, verse 19, Hebrews 7. But the bringing in of a better hope did, by the which we draw nigh to God. Are you getting closer? Hallelujah. Thank God for my Sundays. Amen. To allow us to come closer. Praise God. Some of you we've never met. Amen. But you've come into the fold. Amen. And spiritually, we have, you have drawn closer, praise God, amen, to where you ought to be within the will of God. And this is making a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Give God praise and the glory for this. Amen. Verse 20, Hebrews chapter 7. And inasmuch as not without an oath... He was made priest. For those priests that were made without an oath, they were just born as a Levite while my father served. He lit the candles. He made sure the candles would always stay lit. It'd always be wax, I guess it was, in the candlestick. Or the oil that they had, that it wouldn't solidify into wax way back then, but the little bit of oil, we, today it, the oil becomes wax or paraffin or whatever it's made out of, but that was their, their duties, and they had different services that they would offer depending how they were born into that legacy, if you would. But Jesus Christ was not a Levite. Hallelujah. His priesthood comes differently after the order of Melchizedek. Sure, we don't know where he came from. Just like Jesus. What do you mean, Nazareth? What are you talking about? Bethlehem? Nah, it's not supposed to come from Bethlehem. See, we have an understanding. It's supposed to come from, hey, hey man, this is God. Hallelujah. He's coming in, praise God, with a New Testament. Hallelujah. The old, amen, is old and the new Praise God. Jesus says, in my blood, praise God. Praise his holy name. This New Testament, in my blood, praise God. Communion next week. There we go. Praise God. Amen. Make sure my sister sees it, hears it. Write it down in the comments. Next week, communion. Praise God. Hallelujah. It falls right in line with what we're doing, praise God. So communion together, if you're not here, if you come here to the church, we'll provide, amen, the bread or crackers, whatever you want to call it, and the grape juice, the pure fruit of the vine. Um, if you're, for those of you at a distance, make sure you have whatever bread, crackers, Ezekiel bread, camet bread, spelt bread, doesn't matter, leavened bread, just 
have a piece of bread. And, and no, orange juice doesn't do work, and neither will a glass of milk. Get some fruit of the vine, some grape juice that is pure, and have that. Have that in a cup, and have some bread, and we'll have communion next week. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 7, I am reading from verse 19. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by the which we draw nigh unto God. And inasmuch as not without an oath, he was made a priest. For those priests were made without an oath, but, with, but this, this priest, with an oath by him that said unto him, the Lord swear, here comes the oath, and will not repent. This is God speaking. What comes out of his mouth, it's the real deal. I mean, God does not go back on his word. Listen. This is verse 21. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Again, what was that order? Melchizedek, he had the order of a king, and he had the order of a priest in his family. That's what makes the difference. Levite, you're just a priest. You're not a king. King, Amen. Look what happened when King Saul decided to do some priestly things. Uh-oh. Now you're in trouble. Now the man of God shows up. Say, hey, man, what are you doing? I, I just thought, well, you shouldn't. Amen. You know better. Praise God. So kings do king things and priests do priest things. Praise God. But Jesus came as a king of kings and as the high priest that he is. Praise God. This is the difference that we have in him today. This is the change that Jesus Christ made today. Amen. There's thousands of people waiting for the temple to be rebuilt somewhere on a hill in the middle of Jerusalem, somewhere in Israel, waiting for another sacrifice to be done. Stop backsliding yourself. Amen. Stop going back to the old way because this is, praise God, a better way as we read here, a better hope. And as we get into verse 22, it's a better testament. Amen. The New Testament is a better testament. The Old Testament's all right. Amen. You need the Old. Without the Old Testament, the New Testament doesn't make any sense. Amen. Without the understanding of the Old Testament, we wouldn't be, be rather difficult or impossible for us to figure out the New Testament. So you need the Old, you need the New. It's just the New is better. Someone say better. Amen. Verse 22. For, uh, rather, by so much was Jesus made a sure, surety. In French, he used the word guarantee. Amen. He made a surety of a better. Someone say better. Amen. Better hope. Better testament. Amen. Better hope. Verse 19. Verse 22. Better testament. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Now they, verse 23, and they truly, they were many priests. There was a whole lot of them. Man, there's Levi, then there was his son, then there was his, the son's son, and the son's son's son. Amen, the great. And that's how that continued. Right up until, you can even read, amen, parts of it in the opening chapters of Luke and Matthew. And they were truly, they were many priests. And the reason why there had to be so many of them, because they only lasted for about 20 years, and then they were replaced. They got too old or decrepit. Or, amen. They had certain reasons why you began your priesthood at the age of 30, and you were a priest for the next 20 years, and then you retired, and then the next generation stepped up and stepped in. 
Amen. And the reason for this that we read here in verse 23, there was many priests because they were not suffered, they were, or they were not allowed, they were not permitted, they didn't have what they had in them to continue by reason of death. They died. So once the priests die, well, then we need another one, and we need another one because that one died, and we need another one because that one died, and that's what happened. But this man, hallelujah, someone say, but Jesus Christ. Amen. Who I'm talking about today. Amen. If you're just joining with me, I'm reading from Hebrews chapter 7. I began reading from verse 11, and right now I'm about to read verse 24. Read with me. But this man, someone say, Jesus Christ. Then came Jesus. Hallelujah. And this makes a difference. Made a difference, praise God, in his day. And it makes a difference in this day because his word is real. His word is still alive. His word is spirit and his word is life, praise God. That's why we can't go back. Amen. Too many people going back with their ways and their, I don't know if they're bored with whatever they've been getting in church and all of a sudden they got to find something new or something that the flesh wants to get. I don't understand it because Jesus Christ came. Hallelujah. Um, and, and gave us New Testament. Amen. Gave us, praise God. I mean, through his blood which was shed, he gave us a way, a better testament, a better hope. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God for that, that we can have this blessing today as we read. Praise God. And as I said, this week spent some time in the book of Hebrews and go through what, what has been given us as far as the Word of God is concerned. I'm going to try to find my list because, praise God, it's going to help us go through with a... It's, I'm going to encourage you to go into, find out what I was asking you to discover in the book of, in the book of Hebrews. Praise God. And you can read this, amen, being made so much better. Hallelujah. We can read this. Praise God. We are persuaded better things. Amen. This is through Jesus Christ. Amen. A better hope, a better testament that we're reading. In the next chapter, we read a better covenant, better promises, better sacrifices. Amen. Jesus Christ came to make it better. We have a plate. We're on our way to a better country. Amen. This is what the writer in Hebrews wanted to, wanted to display through the power of the Holy Ghost as he wrote this word. He wanted to give this to his people, to his nation. Stop dealing with what is not so good. Stop dealing with what is weak. Stop dealing with what is unprofitable and begin, amen, turn towards what is perfect. Turn towards, amen, what is better, praise God, that we have been, that we received through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Amen. A better testament. Praise God. Now all these priests, they would die. But this man, verse 24 in Hebrews chapter 7, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Amen. Now we're getting into some of the aspects of the power. Praise God. Amen. They didn't have the power. They would just live and die. And the next priest would show up, having been born in the family, an uncle or a dad, and he becomes, they become who they become. But this man, verse 24, because Jesus continueth ever, he hath an unchangeable priesthood. Talking about the difference between the old and the new. There's, one, there's a big difference right there. Amen. 
Wherefore, amen, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Amen. You back up a couple of verses where we have read where verse 19, where we draw nigh unto God. The only way you can draw nigh unto God is through Jesus Christ. Don't try another way. I don't care who says or who announces or who's trying to convince you of another way. There is no other way to draw nigh. No man cometh unto God the Father but by me. Who said that? Jesus Christ. Amen. You want to get into the kingdom of God? That's drawing nigh. Amen. That's getting close to God. And the only way to do that is through Jesus Christ. Can someone say amen? So he can save. Because he has this unchangeable priesthood, he can save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing that he liveth, seeing that he ever liveth, to make intercession for them. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what we need. Who makes intercession? And that's why when you look around me, there's no picture of anybody else. There's no picture of anybody, I should say. No picture of anybody on these walls. Even there's no image, no statue. Amen. Because none of it works. Oh, but Mary was the mother. Well, good for her. But she didn't die for your sins. She's not making intercession. Plus, she's dead. She can't hear you. So you don't pray to Mary. I've said this before. According to Acts chapter 2, I pray like Mary. Because she was in the upper room praying and was baptized with the Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost sat upon them with fire. They weren't praying to Mary. Pray like Mary. And make a big difference in your life. Amen. Joseph doesn't work either. Amen. You can't pray to Buddha, Muhammad, the Dalai Lama, Mary Baker. They all be dead. But Jesus Christ, unchangeable. Uh, today, I'm a, I want to, as we read this, I want you to have an understanding. I want you to get to know what the power is of the priesthood that was made by Jesus Christ, a priest that was perfect. When there was a lack of perfection, it failed. There was weakness in the flesh. There was weakness in the carnality of it. Amen. A righteous God, but couldn't make you righteous. So Jesus Christ came. And because he continues forever, he hath an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save you and I to the uttermost that come unto God by him to the uttermost, not just a little bit, not just for a day or not till you fall again or trespass again or sin again or iniquity again or do evil. I don't know if we'll make it into Psalm chapter 54. It's a great chapter to understand, or 51 rather, Psalm 51. It's a great chapter to have that understanding of what you and I need or who you and I are when we come to God. Even some people, even we have an understanding today, especially in modern Western cultural uh, religion today, we, you know, we say a 30-second sinner's prayer and, we, and, and you're sent on your merry way. But it doesn't work that way. Amen. So if I have time, we'll get into Psalm 51. If not, it'll be for next week. As we draw an eye to God, as we get close, as he makes intercession for us, 
Amen. We need an understanding which comes from the Word of God. We need an understanding which comes from God. If you read the Scriptures, if you read the Bible, amen, through His Word, get to know God, amen, for who He is, directly from the Word of God, this is how you get to know God today. Amen. This is how you get to know God as He is, as He really is. Not by somebody else's description or not by somebody else's interpretation or not by somebody else's understanding. Amen. Say, what about yours? That's why you need to read. Make sure that I am reading as it is written. I mean, make sure I'm not stepping outside of. I mean, like last week, hey, buddy, you just forgot a verse. Oh, wait a second. I did? Amen. For whatever reason, it was erased or didn't show up. So thank God for the watchful eyes. I saw it in the comments. Say, hey, what about verse 20? Amen. Stop and slow down and read every word because we live by it. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. For my brothers and sisters, we're all in it together. But the responsibility that we have. That's why if you need a Bible, get in contact with us. I'll do, amen, whatever I possibly need to do to get a Bible into your hands. Praise God today. I'm reading in Hebrews chapter 11. And they were many priests, but they died off. Now this man, Jesus Christ, he continues forever, and he hath an unchangeable priesthood, verse 25. Wherefore, he is able to save them to the uttermost. Who is he going to save? Those that come unto God. Amen. That removes the aspect of religion and religious ritual and religious routine. He lives forever, and he makes intercession for them. For such an high priest became us, this is verse 26, for such an high priest became us who is, and I want you to say some of these words out loud because some of them, they're just rare words, even if you go to church. Verse 26 Let's describe our high priest who will save us to the uttermost, who will make intercession for us. He is holy, verse 26. He is harmless. He is undefiled. He is separate from sinners. Hallelujah. He is made higher than the heavens. Praise God. This is no ordinary priest. This is not a Levite. Amen. I had a young man come to me once right here, just a few feet right inside this building. And he looked at me. I had trouble understanding because he was very pale. He was like me, blonde. He was blonder than I was in blue eyes. He goes, I'm a Levite. I can trace myself all the way back. Oh, you are. Okay. Amen. So I, I didn't want to argue with him. He knew, he knew Old Testament law very well. And he was able to trace himself all the way back to I guess, his great-granddaddy, or great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy Levi. But, even when I asked him, I said, are you washed in the blood of Jesus Christ? Well, I'm a Levi. Well, that's not what I asked you. It doesn't matter how you're born. It matters how you, if you're born again. Amen. We're all born. Amen. But the Bible says we're born short of the glory of God. We're born in sin and trespasses. We're born as a sinner. Marvel not that I say unto thee, this is quoting Jesus, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Amen. You can trace back. You can go Mormon as far as you want and trace back and be baptized. Amen. To your water locked, to your skin shrivels, for uncle whoever. 
Amen? Again, these are ways that are carnal. These are not ways which are found, amen, uh, in God's book, if you would. In God's, within God's will, there's how I should say it. This is not found within the will of God. Amen? Who needs not daily, verse 27, as those high priests, every day, they had to offer up a sacrifice, first for their own sins, and then for the people's sins. But this, for this he did once when he offered up himself. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for what he has done. Hallelujah for who he is, making intercession for us. Amen. Blessed be the name of God. Amen. The name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. Praise God. As we sang at the opening of this program, and for this great thing which he has done, for this great thing which he is. Praise God. His name is? Amen. Say his name. Praise God. Thank God for it. Hallelujah. Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. Praise God. Amen. Are you reading with me? Amen. Making intercession for us. Made higher than the heavens. Amen. This is no ordinary Levite. Amen. And this is what they couldn't figure out. Amen. They were looking for, they thought they had it figured out. Amen. And they had genealogies. Even back in the day. Amen. Matthew had it. Amen. Luke has it. One side of the family and Luke on the other side of the family. That's why there's the difference. I like John's genealogy because it's short, quick, and precise. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. A few verses later, and the Word became flesh. Amen. I don't have to go through all these names that I have trouble pronouncing, that I have trouble reading. Amen. Love it the way John. Amen. Praise God. Gave it to us. Hallelujah. People come and say, there's only two genealogies in the Bible. No, there's not. There's a third one. The way John saw it in the beginning. Hallelujah. Was the word. Praise God. Amen. The oath which was spoken. How the Lord spoke to us. Verse 27, I'm going to read it again. He says, who needeth not daily those high priests. They were only in their office. Their order lasted for 20 years. And then they were dismissed. And soon after, they died. They had to offer up a sacrifice first for their own sins and then for the sins of the people. For this, Jesus did once when he offered up himself. For the law maketh men high priests which have infirmity. Amen. You can keep the old. I don't want it. Amen. You want the old stuff, brother? Brother's shaking his head. Nah. I want the new. Amen. Look at what the word did. The last verse, Hebrews 7. Let me get some water. Praise God. Share this link. Take 10 seconds. Thank God or share this link. Do something.
Help me preach. Praise God. Get some more. I thank God today for his word. Listen. For the law maketh men hyper. This is what the law makes. For the law maketh men high priests. What we read, they die. They go into the tabernacle as a sinner. They get absolved for, you know, their forgiveness is there. And then they come back the next day as a sinner. Come back the next day. This is the weakness that God couldn't put up with. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, there was so much bloodshed coming from animals. Offerings that were given unto God. Amen. Under Old Testament, they were doing what they were supposed to do most of the time. They were doing what they were supposed to do. It's just it wasn't, there was no prophet. It wasn't getting to where God wants you and I to be today. Where we are because of Jesus Christ. Where you are because of who Jesus Christ is and because of what he did. That's what the law does. It's what the law makes. Now the second half of this verse, 28. But, you get another one of those holy buts. Thank God. The law makes men high priests. And they have infirmities. But, someone say but. The word. Thank God for the word today. Hallelujah. Amen. His name is? Praise God. The blessing that we have where we can read what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Let's find out what the word makes. Hey, Mary. An angel was sent as a messenger. Mary, I got a message for you. God has, you've been found favorable in the eyes of God. And here's what's going to happen. I don't know if you have plans, being engaged and all that. And what your plans have, if you have whatever, you know, newlywed, or not newlywed, but people about to be wed, couples, they make plans. But the angel came and says, now here's God's plan for you. And then he dispels, he says, you know, gives out the, what, what is going to take place in her life, and then especially in the next few months. And she confirmed this. She said, and you can read this in the first chapter of Luke, probably somewhere around verse 42, verse 44. She says, let it be. She tells you after the angel said and done, delivers his message. She says, let it be according to thy word. What is the word about to make? What seed is about to be planted within the womb of that woman? Amen. Because the womb of that woman which found favor in the eyes of God. Amen. Because she said, let it be according to thy word. Amen. And the word became flesh when you read John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word, amen, 12, 10 verses later, and the Word became flesh. Because a woman said, let it be according to thy Word. Amen. And here we read, this is what the law was up to. This is as good as it gets under the law. Still cursed. But, verse 28, but, the word of the oath, which was since the law. See, there was a law that was made, and Moses received whatever he received and came down the mountain and did what he did with it. Last week we looked at it. 
I mentioned there's over 600 Mosaic commandments plus the 10 that he received on the mountain. And when we read here that since the law was made, or after the law, with the way this is written, which was since the law, the law was made, but then after this came the Son. After this, and we, when you read this verse as the King James writes, it says, maketh the Son. The law makes these kinds of priests, but the Word makes a high priest. A Word makes a high priest that is perfect. A Word gives us Jesus, gave us Jesus Christ. When we trace him back to the tribe of Judah, oh, does that make any difference? Amen? Because it wasn't Joseph, Judah, or Levite, or whoever as a, it was a, because of the word, it was the Holy Ghost, amen, that brought a seed into this woman. It wasn't after the blood or the flesh of a man under the law. We read last week, he was born under the law, circumcised on the eighth day. Whatever the law said they had to do, they had to do. But then around, around 12 years of age, they, he began to show a difference just by speaking. Amen? Shows up in whatever type of meeting they had or in the synagogue. His parents were on their way back home. But Jesus Christ stays back, amen, to astonish that they may marvel at what a 12-year-old would know. Amen. He is the Word. Amen. It's Alpha and Omega sitting amongst you, speaking for the Word of God. Hallelujah. This is what the Word, this is the ability that the Word has, the power that the Word has when it is God's Word. Hallelujah. Someone say God's Word. Amen. But the Word... The second half of verse 28. But the word of the oath. Amen. God would say something to make a difference. Amen. He says, is that possible? Let there be light. And there was light. Amen. Why was there light? Because God said, let there be light. If God didn't say anything, there would be nothing. Hallelujah. That's the, how effective the word is. That's the power that we have when we speak forth the word. Amen. We begin to quote the Bible. When you begin to repeat what God has says. Amen. Praise God. You're not going to go wrong. Hallelujah. But what thus saith the Lord. Now the word, verse 28, Hebrews 7. The word of the oath which has been spoken since the law. The law was already there. It was already established. There were men and women running about doing the law and trying to do whatever. Like I said, Jesus Christ didn't come to try to explain the law to us. Didn't try to come to, so that we could understand the law. We, read, we looked at these scriptures last week. Amen. The word of the oath, which was since the law maketh, it made the son. His name is, and he is consecrated forevermore. Someone say forevermore. This is who we have today. To make a difference in my life and to make a difference in your life. I'm going to pray with you in a few minutes. That this, that this difference begins, amen, today. That this difference begins, hallelujah, with what has been around since the beginning, and that is the word, hallelujah. 
This is who we are. This is who we become. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Praise God. This is the perfect priesthood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the power that comes with it. Amen. You want the law, then you get the weakness and the unprofitableness of it. Take on Jesus Christ. For as many as received them, verse 12 in John 1, for as many as received them, he gave them power, not a weakness. Power, someone say power. As many as received them, you got to get close to God where the goodness is. Amen. As many as received him, you read the last two verses just before they killed Stephen. Said, this is what, look at what this man is telling us. And what was, it, what was that issue? A little three-letter word, law, came up. Bringing about confusion, causing Stephen to be the first martyr, if you would. Read this in the Acts. I'll get you the chapter. Give me 10 seconds and I'll find this for you. Praise his holy name. I thought six is in my mind, but I don't think it's six. I think it's Acts chapter 8. Let's get you the right chapter here. My list of verses. It is chapter 6. Amen. They couldn't understand what he's saying. We've heard him say that this Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the way he was presenting Jesus Christ, not your ordinary priest. Amen. Not your ordinary, this is not what they expected. Amen. And he says, he's telling us that Jesus Christ came and he's going to change the customs and we don't like that very much. And he took him out of the city and Stephen became a martyr for what he preached and for what he spoke. Romans chapter 10. Read one verse before we get ready to close. Hallelujah. I know I quoted, we read last week from Romans chapter 8. We read quite a bit from that chapter. We read the last half of Hebrews chapter 7. In Romans chapter 10, I want to find a verse, verse 4, I believe it is. The curse of sin. What sin is, what sin does. To a nation. Amen. The Bible teaches me that holiness or righteousness upholdeth a nation. You're not going to get that from the law. Verse 4, Romans chapter 10, verse 4, for Christ, Jesus Christ, who I've been talking about for the past hour. Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 10, verse 4, it says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. You're looking for the 
to do the right things, or if you want to use the term righteousness unto God, you won't get there by the law. You need Jesus Christ. And this is the change that we need to have in our understanding, in our hearts, in our minds, as a, as a witness, amen, to those who are around us. It's not just sitting and believing, and I've gone through this before. And some of you, if you're listening for the first time, or you, maybe you haven't quite made your decision or decided with the God today would be the day. Today's your day. Decide today. Don't need to put this off. Jesus is there already. You can see that he's already offering this a better testament. It's a better hope. Hallelujah. Amen. A better place. Amen. A better covenant. Amen. And to be a recipient of these things, amen, is what makes a difference. We already read how he is, he's not subject to die after a few years and we have to hire a new priest. Amen. One of the other betters, I don't think I mentioned this when I was going through the betters of Hebrew. One of the other betters is a better and enduring substance. Praise God. Amen. This is what we have here in our hands today, when you look at I want you to realize and recognize what is in your hands. Some people use this as a, as a law book. Amen. Our law is not the stone that came, there were the, the tablets that came down from the mountains. The law which we have received, and this is what we read last week in Romans 8, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You can't do it without Jesus. But in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So the sin does carry with it a law, death, condemnation. But Jesus Christ came and made the difference. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Amen. And the end of it, when you read Romans chapter 10, amen, the end of it, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Amen. It's better. Testify this or, 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 or confess it. There's a word I'm looking for. Amen. Say, well, there's no one listening. Well, God's listening. So just say it. If you're by yourself, just say it. I mean, it's better with Jesus. Amen. Go in and find the 13 betters of Hebrews this week. Amen. A better resurrection. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. A better, amen, better things for us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And have this by faith where you can go in a direction from glory to glory. Amen. From strength to strength and from victory to victory. This is scriptural. This is who we are in Christ. Praise God. That unchangeable. Amen. We don't have to vote somebody in. Amen. And you can't unvote him or impeach him would be the correct word. You can't. He's not impeachable. Amen. You can't fire him. 
He's not going to die. Amen. Can't wait till he retires. Can't wait for a new boss to show up. We have, even we've gone through life with some of these um, circumstances that we've had to endure. I'll use that word lightly, had to endure. And amen. Can't wait for this to change or for something to happen. It's already changed. It's already happened. Amen. It's for you to accept who he is and to receive him into your life. And this is what's going to make all of the difference. Praise God. Amen. That Jesus Christ came to produce which what he, with what he wrought. Amen. Jesus Christ did not die for nothing. He didn't come upon this earth. He didn't come unto his own for nothing. Amen. It says that his own received the nut, but he kept at it. He showed them some signs. He showed them some wonders. Amen. He didn't commit himself to their ways, but he, had, he was committed unto God and what God meant for him to establish upon this face of this earth. Yes, he went through opposition. Yes, he went through the scornful. Yes, he went through the mockers. Yes, he went through, amen, the false witnesses, the Bible says. Amen. He had to go against all these things, but he came out, praise God, amen, that this is how, when you go back and to read the Hebrews, as I said, he came out with a better resurrection, he came out with a better and enduring substance, he came out with a better way, he came out with a better testament, he came out with a better hope, this is who Jesus Christ is for us today, so I'm not going back to the old ways, amen, I'm not going back to whatever existed, whatever Moses brought down from the mountain, praise God, but I'm going, hey, hallelujah, to going back to who Jesus is, praise God, and who he is for you and I today. Amen. This is what makes a difference. I'm going to pray in a few minutes, but I want you to have an understanding of what this Bible is. Amen. Some people, and this is sad when you see these people relate this, that, oh, this is, they'll read something in Joshua, Joshua 1.8. Well, they'll read promises that we have in the scriptures from 1 John 3 or whatever and say, well, that's not for today. The book of Acts. There's some people that relegate the entire book of Acts for yesteryear. The book of Acts, that was for them. So why, why do I have it? Why am I reading about it? If it's not for me, then why did God sit there and say, oh, Lincoln, read the Acts and read it over and over and over again and sit there every time I read it. Say, well, not for me. That was good for Paul, not good for Lincoln. Paul the Apostle. Amen. This, this word is life because when God said it, when God wrote it, you know who he had in mind? Me. Some of you sit there and say, hey, what about me? Yeah, he had you in mind as well. Amen. So when we read this, when I read this, I sit there and say, this is for me today because God is a God of today because his word is a word for today. His word is an enduring substance. Praise God. And, amen. That we have through Christ Jesus, who is the word. Amen. So stop, amen, living in defeat where there's people saying, oh, yeah, but that, you know, if you understand the, 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 with it, the context of how they lived and what they were going through back then and all these things, and it just brings defeat to us. Amen. This word is alive because it is life. I have a book of life in my hands. Hallelujah. Amen. A book full of life in my hands. And when I read it and apply it, it gives me life and it keeps me alive. Praise God. That's the interest that you and I need to have when we read all about God for who God is. Hallelujah. For you and I today. I'm going to pray in about two minutes. 
Get ready. If you need to make your decision, today is the day to decide. Don't put it off. Maybe you've put it off for a while and you just, you're in a habit of putting it off. Don't put it off. You're being called today. Today is the day of salvation. Change begins today with Christ Jesus. Makes a difference in your life. Makes a difference in my life. It makes a difference, which is, you know what word I'm about to say? It makes a difference, which is B-E-T-T-E-R. It makes all the difference, but it's a better difference, a better testament, a better hope, a better enduring substance, a better country, a better resurrection. Hallelujah. Praise God. The power of a perfect priest can bring you out from the curse of sin today. And this is how I'd like to pray with you. I would like to pray for you. Praise God that we come out from under the law of sin and death. Praise God. And we become subject to the law of the spirit of life, which will make you free from sin and make you free from death. I'm going to pray in about 60 seconds. And I want you to pray with me. If you know how to pray by the Holy Ghost, begin to pray. You've shared this link with family, friends. We don't know. I don't know who's listening. Somebody's listening. And if you need to repent, begin to repent. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Hallelujah. Today, to be free from sin, I don't need to live under the curse. I don't need to live under a way which was weak, a way which was unprofitable, a way which was found wanting. There is a better way, and his name is Jesus Christ. This is how I'm going to pray. I want you to decide. 20 seconds. Time to decide. Praise God. This change begins in your life today through God and through his word. 10 seconds, decide. God, be merciful unto me. I want your grace. I want your mercy upon me today. I'm a sinner. I repent. I regret. I do not want to keep living and keep over and over again. And every, like these priests, just oh, forgive my sins and forgive my sins and forgive my sins and falling and in sin. And what a curse that is because sin is a curse. Pray for the grace of God. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid his grace was there. Jesus Christ did a work on Calvary. Jesus Christ did something that made the difference, praise God, upon this earth. Amen. It's called New Testament. It's a covenant that God made through his son, Jesus Christ, with you and I. He is making intercession for you and I today. We need to step into that goodness that God has for us. We need to step into God's will. We need to step into his plan. Praise God. Are you ready for that? Because I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank God today, Lord, for your word which we have received, for the blessing that we have. Knowing that Jesus Christ, he's not dead, but he is alive. Knowing that Jesus Christ, your son, is making a difference for us today. Your word spoke it. Your word said it. Your word is living. Your word is life. Your word is spirit. Praise God. Your word is effective. Your word is there for us today as it was yesterday, as it was the day before. Praise God. Your word is your son. It is Jesus Christ. It is Alpha. It is Omega. It is the beginning. It is the end. He that was, is, and he will always be. And this is our king and our high priest that we have. Thank God to be out from under the law. Thank God to be out from the, 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 the curse of it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. We're not running around without a law. We're not running around with no law. We have a law of the spirit 
of life in Christ Jesus, your son, praise God. And I thank God for that today, praise God. It keeps us in line. It keeps us, praise God, amen, within your will. It keeps us within the way which leadeth unto life, and I thank God for that today. Now, I pray for someone, hallelujah, as they repent, as they turn to you for forgiveness, I pray for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise God. That the Spirit of the living God, amen, be upon them, Holy Ghost. Amen. Come down. Be upon them, praise God. Sit upon them as fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Come down upon them. Make a difference in their life that they be led of the Spirit. Praise God. Amen. That they walk after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. That they mind things of your Spirit. Holy Ghost, this is your, this, you are that Spirit. Praise God. Amen. A Holy Spirit today. Praise God. That my brothers and sisters, pray, we will become in tune. We will recognize and realize through your Word. Praise God. We will have an understanding. Praise God. Of what the Spirit, of who the Spirit is within us. Our, our counselor. Praise God. Amen. Uh, it is our the, 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 the blessing which we have today, praise God, because of your spirit, our comforter. There's the word I was looking for. The Holy Ghost, praise God, is our comforter today, praise God. And I thank God this makes a difference. They made comfort in the loss, praise God. The calling which is being spoken today. The, the, the calling which is being shouted out today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Someone is hearing this call and will turn to you. Praying with me today. Praise God. Praying as a sinner and having their sins forgiven. Being washed in the blood of, your, of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Being made brand new again. Born again that we may walk in this newness of life which we can only receive through Jesus Christ our Lord. Making intercession for us. Hallelujah. Holy without blame today. Praise God. Made higher than the heavens. Amen. Undefiled. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Separate from sinners. This is the law of the spirit of life. This is what this law will make us. Praise God. This is what comes with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. This is what comes with your spirit. This is the life which we have today. And I thank God that Jesus Christ came to do just that for us. Just that for those listening today in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against whatever strongholds are stopping people. Amen. To take that one little step forward and to say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. God, I need your grace upon me in my life. God, amen. I've come to the end. I've come to the limit. I want the change. Sinner, if I were you, I'd make a change. Sinner, if I were you, praise God, that today, hallelujah, a change is coming into your life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God, who makes all the difference. Thank God for this message which we have received as it goes into its replay, as it goes into perpetual mode of being replayed over and over again. Lord, I pray that every word will find its way into good ground every time that it is played for 10 seconds, for 10 minutes, however long. In the name of Jesus, ears will be open to hear, eyes will be open to see, and hearts will be open to receive. Amen. Get ready for that change in their heart, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I continue to pray once again. Amen. For that repentant soul, young person, in Jesus' name, praise God. In the name of Jesus Christ, praise God. We need your spirit to lead us and to guide us into all truth. And I thank God today for your Holy Ghost that is there for all my brothers and sisters across this nation today. Praise God. For that repentant soul again, as they make a decision to come into the family, into your, to join themselves, the head of that body is Jesus Christ. 
and as they become a member of the body of Christ, praise God, not only do I welcome them, but I thank God, Lord, for that decision which they have made. Devil, you're losing ground in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank God today that we can preach this word and we can see the effectiveness of it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. My brothers and sisters will have power. Amen. The power which we receive from Jesus Christ, the power which we receive from a high priest that is perfect. Praise God. We will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We'll go into this world and we'll preach the gospel of peace uh, unto the, those who are lost. Amen. We'll be young people evangelizing our friends. Amen. Not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. This is the message that we need today for this generation. Salvation is required, is necessary for this generation, and the only salvation there is is Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for our leaders. They're making decisions which are affecting the ways which we've had before, but Lord, make a way for us. Amen. If doors are being shut, you can open up doors. Praise God. That will be a blessing for my brothers and for my sisters, wherever they be, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, this is my prayer. Thank God for what we have heard today. Amen. For the blessing which we have received once again, Lord. Amen. You've equipped us. You've given us that power we need to endure to the end. Hallelujah. For the same shall be saved. Blessed be your holy name. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance, the healing, the miracles, which we need in our lives, whatever the circumstance is, amen, whatever names they've acquired or, or we've come to realize or man has said, you got this and you got that, whatever. We know that Jesus Christ took it. Praise God. He took our affirmities. We don't want them back. Amen. Our sins, amen. With the death of Jesus Christ, your son on the cross, our sins, amen. Thank God, amen. Praise God that we may be able to live Hallelujah, that was nailed to the cross. Praise God. And death, that's where death died. Right there, that we may live in newness of life. That we may live, praise God, as Peter wrote, praise God, unto this life, praise God, dead to sins. We may live dead to sins, dead to trespasses, praise God, because of a new and better way which we have received through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank God for old things which have passed, for all things which have become new today, praise God. Hallelujah. Tomorrow there'll be new things, and the next day there'll be new things, because this is how, amen, who you are in Jesus, praise, who we are in Jesus Christ. And Lord, I thank God today for this blessing, Praise God, which we have, which my brothers and sisters have. Praise God. For the first time, if you're praying with me, amen, be blessed. Praise God. By the repentance, amen, believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You believe it in your heart, so confess it with your mouth. Praise God. This is what Romans chapter 10, verse 10 teaches us, and this is how, praise God, you become a servant, a child of God today. Praise God. So thank God for those repenting in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God once again for this message. Bring us back again together as we exhort, as we edify, as we comfort one another through the word of God, as we all strive, praise God, to enter in. Lord, I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And all the saints of God, everyone says, amen. If you prayed this prayer with me, I want you to know that this difference, your life is, is this is the change right now. Don't wait for it. Expect this. When does it happen? It's already taken place. If you believe with me, it starts today. Jesus Christ is that change. Jesus Christ is who you need in your life, and he will make a difference. We read, praise God, a better hope. Amen. The bringing in of a better hope. Praise God. A better testament. And I thank God today, praise God, that with Jesus Christ, it definitely is better. Thank, amen, I thank you for your time which you have spent with us, that you, for joining with us. Praise God, I love you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Until the next time, remember, praise God, that with Jesus Christ, it's better. 
It's better. It's better. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. Be blessed. Praise God. Be blessed with the better things that Jesus Christ has for you and I today. Amen. Praise God and amen. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.